good morning. Thank you for being with us on this Wednesday morning following Sherathon 2011 here for Morning Devotion. Well, we're still just amazed and thanking God for this past week and what the Lord has done and uh, for the, of course, the new pledges that have come in on Monday and, and on Tuesday as well. And so we give God the glory for that and and we'll try to get you some more information this afternoon during prayer time and uh, updated totals should there be some changes we'll try to to have those for you but again we're just thanking God for what he has done and uh, we give him the glory and uh, give him the the honor the, the scripture that we're using uh, that we used the week before Sherathon was Ephesians 3:20 now unto him be, that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. And then, of course, we were off the morning devotion for a week. And then we picked up in verse 21, starting this past Monday. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Well, today I want to look at this third phrase in this series of, of, this, of, this, of this sentence. First of all, we talked about unto him be, be glory, and that means, of course, uh, praise and honor, worship, dignity, and then uh, unto him be glory in the church, and how that this is the uh, this is the mechanism or the org organism rather that God uses uh, in this hour, and you say, well, preacher. Uh, can God not use something outside the church? Well, I mean, God can do what he wants, whatever he chooses to. But the point of the matter is, God uh, has ordained the church. And I'm not talking about some, some church uh, universal or mystical. I'm talking about the church local. God has, has chosen uh, the called out ones, the church. Uh, the uh, uh, ecclesia, uh, or the ecclesio, uh, is is the phrase, and so uh, where we get the term ecclesiastical or ecclesiastes from, and so uh, unto him be glory in the church. Today I want to look at the phrase by Christ Jesus. So many of the uh, uh, modern translations that are based off of the inferior text of Westcott and Hort uh, leave out uh, the multiple uh, names of God leave out the multiple names of Christ in particular and oftentimes instead of saying Lord Jesus they'll just say Jesus instead of saying Lord Jesus Christ they'll they'll leave out you know Lord or something and this is very common in the inferior text but not only are the names significant but also the order in which the names appear are significant because uh, the different names of Christ give emphasis to the, the 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 role that he's playing and what I mean by that is for, for, for here uh, anytime you see the word Christ first Christ is the is the word for the anointed one or uh, the uh, uh, the Messiah, if you will, and of course that speaks of of an atonement. That speaks of of a forgiveness. It speaks of mercy. 
So when you see uh, the word Jesus is, is, is salvation, and so uh, the, the, the word Christ always has the idea of mercy with it, and God showing mercy, undeserved merit. And when you see the word Christ Jesus, it's always dealing with the mercy of God. So it is the mercy of God that God allowed us to be in the church. It's, a, it's the, by the mercies of God that he allows sinful creatures like us to bring glory to him. And so we say this week, to God be the glory, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus. Father, thank you now for your blessings. Continue to help us, we ask in Christ's name. Amen and amen. This is Pastor Randy Barton of the Anchor Baptist Church, 3232 Hendersonville Highway in Pisgah Forest, North Carolina. Have a great day.